Are you looking to enjoy the best of British food and drinks at a great price? Then you need to head over to Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. You have happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. where any snack and share item of $11 or less is half price and domestic droughts and house wine are $4. Think that's great? They also have fantastic daily specials. There's one and done Mondays where a specialty craft keg of beer is tapped at 5 p.m. and it's poured until it's gone. Pints are only $3 and the keg rotates every week. You have Tin Up Tuesdays where all tins, or cans of beer to you American dummies, are 25% off. If you like wine, then you'll love Wine Down Wednesday where glasses of wine are a dollar off and all bottles of wine are half price. Thursday is Locals Only Day where select Chicago droughts are $5.50. And if you like brunch, Elephant and Castle has you covered. Brunch runs from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and you can have mimosas and Bloody Marys for a mere $5. Come on down to Elephant and Castle and enjoy some great drinks and delicious food and tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. Hey there. We really appreciate you listening to Mind Gap Podcast. If you've listened this far, perhaps you'd be willing to listen a little further and do Justin and me a huge favor. If you like Mind Gap Podcast, please do us a solid and head over to wherever you're listening to this, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and leave a review and a rating. This helps us tremendously to get more visibility. Also, feel free to share us around. Find us on our social medias. Look for our Facebook page. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mind Gap Podcast. And spread the word of Mind Gap Podcast. Lastly, if you'd like to reach out to us with a suggestion, a thought, or anything else, feel free to email us at mindgappodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Thank you for listening. In a world of government shutdowns, trade wars, and overpriced video games, you need to have an investment partner that you can trust. Pook.com is here to help you take your money investments to the next level. Want a new computer? Hope it's not a Dell. You want to buy a boat? Stop it. That's a depreciating asset. Looking to buy a new home? Hope you know how to change your air filter on a monthly basis, you dumb dumb. Don't be mad. Poop.com will always be honest and real with you because you work really goddamn hard for your money and you shouldn't waste it on stupid shit. Here's a freebie. Keep it simple, Sally. Buy food, water, and the Dark Knight trilogy. Just know that the third movie could be better, but Bane is awesome. Poop.com. Invest in your future and invest in the now. You dummy. Mind Gap Podcast. of a bald guy but I'll tell you this much bald I, guys I, have fun I love it I love being bald it's yeah, the yeah. maintenance on it it's a little annoying you gotta shave about every other I do every other day mm-hmm. so just to keep it you mm-hmm. know uh, pretty pretty close to the scalp but outside of that I don't have to worry you know showering is real easy yep. quick and easy uh, <laughs> you wake up your hair is done mm-hmm. you know taken care of right there no product needed no shampoo needed like you know guys I'm saving money 
All right, that's really, what this is all about. Amen. It's a fiscal response. It's a welcome to fiscal responsibility with bald man does. <laughs> Just shave your head. That'll solve your problem. That's it, yeah. But, and I just do like some some, some spreadsheets. Okay. I've done spreadsheets that show annually how much you can save and earn. If you take that money, invest it. Mm. I have a fun. Invest it in me, and I will get you a return. Yay. Uh, real quick to the people on Twitch, uh, Jared and Haig, what's going on? We are in, we'll explain where we are, but we're in the Virgin Hotel right now. Um <laughs> We're not in our usual spot. Long story short, uh, Elephant and Castle had an event booked tonight, and we did not. Uh, we were not aware of it, and so uh, we're here tonight. So uh, shout out to Virgin Hotel in downtown Chicago for two hundred three North Wabash for giving us a hookup of a nice little room here to do our podcast. Yes, this is a very lovely room. That's very cool. I like. I gotta say, these mirrors are like really that. confusing me because I think it's it's like, oh, this goes into another room. Oh, it's not. I, yeah, when I first walked in here, it was a very, it was a mindfuck. I did not When like we it. and I were talking, I was like, what's over there? Oh, it's just a mirror. Wow. I couldn't help but just try to look at myself. Right. Oh. I was like, oh, an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. I yeah, couldn't I help it. I don't do that too much. I'm like, nah, I know what's there. It's yeah. I didn't used to, but now since I'm like growing into my womanhood, I'm like, I have to check it out. <laughs> and then I have to check and make sure it's all still there. I'm like, wait, is it? We, we is it still it? there? Is it still there? Yes. Do you think, it, when do you, when's it supposed to go away? At I any don't, time? Yes. Anytime it could go away. Anytime it can go yeah. away. You really never know. Yeah. It all it all depends on how you think, though. That's true. So as soon as you, you switch up your train of thought and like mm-hmm. the way you look at yourself, yeah. you just start becoming something else. And yeah. I'm like, oh, God, no, no, no. So it's like a leprechaun <laughs> is what you're saying. Like the minute you stop looking at it, yeah. it goes away. You've got to constantly be thinking of it. Is that how leprechauns work? If you stop looking at it, oh, they'll disappear. That's, mm. a, that's good to know. Yeah. Is that true? That's very true. I feel like you just made that up. Nope. <laughs> I don't I, question me. I minored on leprechaun lore. Don't so question me on leprechaun lore. Just saying, just saying. I feel like that's bullshit. Right. So I don't know whatever. a lot about leprechaun lore. What yeah. is? Oh, what well, is, don't get me started because the, it'll turn into a first whole of podcast. All, they've got about plus leprechaun. three to luck, so let's start <laughs> right. there. All right, they're a very lucky creature. So <laughs> they've got a lot going for them. I can only so, imagine. Robin Menkins. Hello. Menkins. I didn't get it right, did I? You know, for a long time, I struggled with saying minkins or minkins because I'm like, ooh, mink, like mink coat. Yeah. So then I'm like, I, I think it's up to me now. Like, it I, is. I can <laughs> just choose. I don't care. I don't know what my family says. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm gonna say minkins, I guess. All right. So minkins, it is. Yep, it's minkins. We're officially minkins. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having Such me. Such a pleasure. Um, uh, tell us about you. Tell us about yourself. Oh, that is the hardest question. To right? A- that is hard. We like to come up with the hard-hitting questions, yeah. Man. Yeah, the toughest question right out of the gate. Who are you and why are you here? Who are you? Um, well, where do I start? I am born and raised here in Chicago. Nice. And recently graduated from college. What Congratulations. Um, NIU in nice. the cornfields. Hell yeah. Biggest. Uh, DeKalb. Yep, in DeKalb. Their biggest festival is Corn Fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every year, they have all different kinds of corn. Uh-huh. Love there's it. There's yellow corn, there's white corn, and we're done. And there's <laughs> elote, which is uh-huh. fucking there's amazing. Sweet corn. You forgot there's about elote. Sour duck. corn. <laughs> there's bitter corn. Right. There's hot corn. That there's popcorn. There's popcorn. That purple corn. <laughs> all of the corns. Caramel corn. Oh, I love caramel corn. Isn't there's it great? Specifically. 
the ones with the chocolate little bits in it. Okay. So I don't know if I've ever had that. Mm, yeah, I'm okay that's with really that. good. Yeah. It's amazing. I like yeah. it. So what was your major in then? Um, I did theater. Okay. BFA in theater, and that was fun and tough as fuck because (laughs) our schedules were hectic. Yeah. I saw the same people every day for about eight to ten hours a day, and that was hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I can imagine that. I had a roommate in college that uh, majored in opera. Oh. And he and I got along just swimmingly. what was your major? My major was business with a minor in English. Okay. And then I went to uh, grad school for music business, which is working out swimmingly. Yeah. It's not. Oh. Um, not using it at all. <laughs> um, not even a little bit. But I always like to say that it brought me to Chicago. Because mm-hmm. originally I went to a small school called Augustana in the Quad Cities in Rock Island, oh. Illinois. And, uh, Shout I was, out Quad Cities. Quad Cities. <laughs> and... Uh, I basically was like, I don't, I don't need to go anywhere. But then I was like, I kind of want to pursue this music thing. And I, it got me here. And, you know, I, I'm i still paying for it. But in the year, it will be paid yeah. off. And I'll be like, thank you for that investment. Right. Amen. Uh, and being here. Because honestly, like, even though I don't use it and I still bitch about it. Yeah. As I processed my payment today oh. for that loan. Uh, I was like, you know what, though? If, if I wouldn't have gone, it wouldn't have uh, brought me here. And I wouldn't have been able to do things like... Like meet you, Justin. It's like punch your, it's like punch your laptop. <laughs> Fuck you, for it's starters. A, it's a company laptop. It's, it's okay. It's all good. Yeah, well. Would have been able to do comedy, all yeah. that sort of stuff. So it's it was worth it. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say that I know no more than three people that have been close to finishing off their student loans. Yeah. And so to hear you say that is honestly. Like before they I'm looking died. at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at you like, ah. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm so thrilled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's been a long it, road. Congratulations. Guys, it can be done. <laughs> I'm like, can I can't it? wait to have that monthly amount back in my pocket. That will right. be wonderful. Right, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But that being said, I, I I had a roommate that was in opera, and I rarely saw him because mm-hmm. he was singing all, all the, time. the time. Music theory all the time. Like, he had a huge, huge workload, and it was insane. Yeah. yeah. And I was always like, I'd see him, I'd be like, crap. And I go give him a big hug. I'm like, I missed you. <laughs> other roommates are fighting because they just don't get along. They're around each other all the time. And I was like, where you been, bud? Tell me about your day. Right. Yeah. He's like, I've been singing. I'm like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I missed you. And like, we got along great. So I get it. Like, the, you head into the, the arts section and you're always uh, doing stuff. Yeah. Always doing stuff. All the personalities. Which is a beautiful thing because, yeah. you know, you get this freedom now and you get into college the first time and you're like, what can I get into? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I don't like that. I like that. Ooh, what is this? Right. And so I got to really experience that with my classmates because I got really close to them. Yeah. <laughs> and when we studied abroad, we got even closer. Where'd you yeah. study abroad? Um, in Russia. Oh, shit. Really? That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Wow. It was really cool. Went to Moscow. and nice. um. Were they a theater program? Three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to study at the Moscow Art Theater School. Wow. Where Stanislavski did the thing. Oh, my. That's it crazy. was so cool. Cool <laughs> as fuck. I was like, I don't even think I deserve to be there. Because like, also, there are like, no black people there. <laughs> Wait, in Russia? There, Come on now. There are no black people there. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? It was interesting. I felt like a celebrity. It was interesting. Right. I felt like a celebrity because yeah. a lot of people didn't see black people there oh, also. Sure. So they're like, ooh, let I me guess take I've a never picture. I thought about that. Yeah, from that aspect. That's, yes. That's, oh, wow. I'm sure they were shocked. Yeah. I, I, I thought I would be more offended by people just coming up to touch my hair, but I actually wasn't that offended. Oh, no? I couldn't help it. I okay. was like, 
I understand. He's looking at me. Da, da, yeah, da, da, da. I accept this. Exactly. I had the hardest time trying to get food. I just said Mojna all the time. Mojna. What is Mojna? It just means that. It's like that. Ended up with a lot of weird shit. Like Mojna? Okay. You sure? Yeah, they'd be like, you speak English? (laughs) No. (laughs) Only thing I know is you sure in this sentence. (laughs) What? You sure? Duh. (laughs) Or via hot, which means exit. Hey, crucial thing. I've heard that a lot. Like, "Mm, go. She she just keeps saying more, so tell her exit. Just get out. Mojna? There, over there, you know. <laughs> what was the coolest part about about being in uh, in Russia? Like what, like one thing that you didn't realize you were going to be so taken with? Um, the energy, as weird as that sounds, okay, mm-hmm. that yeah. sounds weird as fuck. I know, but I really feel energies a lot, yeah. Okay. And yeah. so there was a shift, like getting off the plane and even stepping into Germany for our changeover was like, oh, this is different. Right, just, just a whole a, different vibe of the country. Yep, and so I was really just appreciative of the vibe mm-hmm. and the people and how motivated everybody seemed just walking through, even though I was in the capital. So I don't mm-hmm. know how it was other places. Sure. Even though I did to get to um, go to St. Petersburg, which I was excited <clears throat> nice. for. Because I was like, Anastasia, oh my God. <laughs> the Romanovs, oh my God. <laughs> Story is phenomenal. Do you guys know the story of the Romanovs? Natasha, Ro- N- Natasha Romanov, yes. Yeah, the of way the that Avengers? their story died, the, Avengers, yeah. the way their family died was sad as fuck, and oh, yeah? I couldn't help but think about that shit the whole time. Oh, is my. that the story of, of Anastasia? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, is that it? Follow it. it uh, the real, pretty okay. much the real story itself. Like, um, you know, they want they wanted to overthrow the family, and I was more interested in the way that they killed them. Like, is that Wait. too far? Are we no, that was far? Sorry, no, no. <laughs> I wanted to know more about how We're they just died. getting the, to the surface, so okay. please dive into that. The way yeah. they killed them. What I found so... Okay, so also, my Auntie Monique got me this book called The Romanos. Okay. When I was a little girl. And I got to see, like, their cut out, like, their mm-hmm. drawn out bodies and stuff, like, where they were buried and stuff, and how ruthless it was, and nobody really gave a fuck. Wow. And I was like, this is interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, but what I found most interesting is that it actually took them a while to die, because they were, they, they were killed, they were blindfolded. Mm-hmm tied up and sat in chairs and they just fired arms on them in a room in mm-hmm. in, in a room in their man Ooh, did I do something? No, you're fine. in a room in their um estate and it took them a while to die because they sewed their jewelry in their clothing and i was like that's so fucking cool wow yeah. that's crazy so did the jewelry act as like bulletproof vests it kind of did oh that's it took interesting a while, like in the book that yeah. I, it actually talked about how they were frustrated with how 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 slowly they died. Really? Yeah. That's just fucked up, is it not? I think I think if there's one <laughs> like if you could give like a middle finger to the person killing you, it would be to like slow down the process and they're just like, Why won't you die? Yeah. I don't understand. So yeah. Like, I'm loving that this is taking a long time to die. You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh my God. This is a blast. Thank you for that. Jesus. Like, <laughs> like if, it, if you can't avoid it, yeah, right? at least piss them off. Mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, I'd just be like, oh, dude, I had a whole bunch of Taco Bell. You're going to hate it when I die. 
I'm blowing my bowels. This and is, you got to take care of that. This is on oh you, buddy. Yeah, God, man. It's up to you. Bowels. Yeah, right? <laughs> we got here real quick. Yeah. For the record, I always take us there. Yeah. So, hey, welcome. Uh, it's interesting you bring that up because I just finished reading uh, Alan Moore's From Hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, a comic graphic novel about uh, Jack the Ripper. Oh, and it, that's it takes fun. it's oh super fun. It takes uh, he he did. Are you familiar with Alan Moore at all? No, but I, wrote, I've heard of Jack the Ripper. Okay, good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he Alan Moore wrote Watchmen, V for Vendetta, uh, League, of, oh, okay. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. For, okay, so he he's kind of instrumental in that sort of stuff. And this is a, a massive fucking book. It's like this thick, uh. Uh, and it's it's a it's a comic slash graphic novel. And he basically takes historical events and he sort of fills in the gaps with some fiction and some ideas of how he thinks mm-hmm. things went down and it, you know you talk about like depiction of bodies and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it showed this guy like murdering these women and I was like good lord like yeah. and what he was doing and why he did it you know he was having a bit of a mental breakdown mm-hmm. uh, when he was doing it and uh, it was just really intense and I was just like god how horrifying and you also got to see kind of the police procedure back then, mm-hmm. which was minimal mm-hmm. <laughs> at best. Like, we found the body. Um, what do you want us to do with it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll take a look at it. Yeah, that's all we need to see. We're good here. Like, <laughs> we got it. It's like one time they make a one of the inspectors is like, and some weirdo wants to go in and just put dust everywhere because he says it'll capture fingerprints. Can you imagine that? Get him out of here. Like, uh-uh. like he's going to ruin the scene, the, the crime scene. Yeah. He's putting dust everywhere, magic dust. My and they're goodness. just like totally shitting all over the future, you know, technology that will help with that stuff. But it was insane and how it, you know, they, they proposed that it was a, um, a conspiracy with the crown. The whole reason why it happened because one of the uh, the the sons of the royal family impregnated a working class woman and had a bastard child and it was a scandal and they're like and these like four prostitutes knew about it and they're like we have to take care of this so they sent in William Gull and he went in and he was the royal surgeon and he basically went and took care of business mm. and that's why he did it it wasn't random it was all connected mm. to the top connections. Spoiler I am Thank you for ruining the book for me. Oh, I, mean, I know. Yeah. I mean, we all know how it ends. He kills people. The end. So, you know. Ta-da. But it's all about the process. We, yeah. we right. want the process. Yeah, right? So, I guess you didn't spoil it, really. No. Yeah, it was, there was just some, definitely some times where I'm like, Alan Moore is, is, he's very, like, he's in a different plane. He looks like a wizard mm-hmm. who lives out in the woods. Mm-hmm. He's a very strange man. Ah, one this, of those types. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were some pretty cool things in it, but there was a, definitely a point where a chapter where I was like, dude, what's your fucking point? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? These guys in a carriage riding all around London and describing about all these monuments and he was like depicting like how, you know, he's like, you know, uh, men are in control and they should be in control but we've surrendered to the womanly ways and this thing depicts a battle where a oh. woman stood tall to take back and I was sitting there just like <laughs> he was the character who was like you know the reason why he was doing it was because like you know the men have to take back power I'm like dude this is the fucking late 1800s I think the men are fine like yeah. we're good here um, but he's just going to all these different yeah. places and I'm like what are we doing what is this tour of London I don't need this and then it has a greater point but I'm still like god you took forever right. to get there so it's right. a little a little too roundabout there's a bit of a slog at times yeah. where I'm like what are we doing mm-hmm. what are we getting to but overall it was I, I was glad I read it I don't know if I'd necessarily recommend it yeah. but I'm glad I read why it why wouldn't you recommend it I mean it's it's Alan Moore it is Alan I mean, Moreist I don't so. know him that well so yeah. like what 
he's not people don't like him. Or no, I mean he's he's just very he's very um, he's very prolific. He's mm. he's okay. I would I would categorize him as kind of one of those people that's very high art okay. in a sense where sometimes you're like I don't think I understand you. A little absurd because you're like super artist sort of thing. Okay, and he takes what he does very seriously, which is fine. You know, it's a good thing. Very abstract. Yeah, type but of... if you're gonna read anything of his, I'd read Watchmen. That's one of the things he's most. Known Have you for. seen the movie? Um, no. Okay. Good. Shot for shot. Good. Yeah, I was like, good. Don't read the read the read the. <laughs> what comic. do you think, Justin? So, well, I've not good. read any Alan Moore, but I I didn't mind. You like the movie? The movie? Yeah, because I didn't read the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, but they it say is that a, the book is always better than the movie. So. Is there a time where that's not true? Can you think of one? Yeah. Umbrella Academy. Ah. Not a good comic. Amazing show. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a new one on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Noted. It's written by the uh, lead singer of, uh, wow, why is the name of the band? Uh, uh, My Chemical Romance. That happens to me I all the time. Say, the oh, Beatles. Yeah. yeah. I learned that he was a com- he's a comic. Mm-hmm. I was like, who the fuck? Right? I was like, I didn't know that. Right? Yeah. Because I had a whole emo phase. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm still having an emo face. You I know, I if I have enough incentive to have an emo face, I will have it. Mm-hmm. But right now, there's nothing driving me sure. there. There's nothing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's no. I the feel emo like the scene music is kind of dried up. It is yeah. dried up. I feel like it was fun then, and maybe it's because of how old I am now. Sure. But like, I had a lot more fun doing it in like grammar school, beginning of high school. Sure. Like, sounds I, about right. I also think it's kind of the the time, right? Like, like sure. in your life, you're starting to figure out, like, you're pulling away from different you know sure. social constructs and stuff you're just like fuck this sure it's just that right now i feel like especially my generation there's like no fucking hope yo like, yeah i'm 26 like yeah people born in the 90s and shit like they're trying to figure out their footing right now and so i'm looking out and i'm looking at them and i'm just like where are my roots because yeah. y'all lost y'all damn mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> they did, and I'm yeah. just like, I don't know what the fuck. I, don't, I think it's probably social media and shit. Oh, unfortunately, what, honestly, it I was just say, what is your take on it? Like, yeah. like with like someone that's that 26 like? years old, like what what do you find like the biggest struggle for the the generation? Uh, not being able to connect. Okay. Um, I feel like people do not connect anymore. Um, I feel like people have lost their internal compass. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, they're just out here looking like zombies for real. Okay. You know? So when you say connect, you mean like people will obviously comment or do stuff on the internet, but they're not actually making a human they're connection. They're just doing that shit. Mm-hmm. they just saying whatever the fuck just so they mm-hmm. can be seen. Right. And I'm like, that does not really help us later. Yeah. It won't help us later at all. I'm like, we need to have more opportunities to to like do what we are doing. Like look mm-hmm. each other in the, in the eye and just... Feel each other, right. feel yeah. it, because it's like somebody having Twitter fingers. Ain't nobody gonna feel that, really. Mm-hmm. No, they just like take it personal. It's disposable too. It's, like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this, you know, the conversation. You sit down and have a conversation. It'll stick with you for a while. You'll go back and you'll yeah. think, man, when she brought that thing up, I th- it made me think about this. There's nuance to it. There's nuance to yeah. it. But like with with any social media and Twitter specifically, it's just so disposable. Like you I've never had through. a Twitter. Not you. You not. You I don't tweet. N- I do not yeah. tweet. That's funny because I tweet I, out of obligation. I <laughs> likewise. I have a Twitter. I don't do much on it. Right. I yeah. do it because of this podcast, more or less. Right. Like I never am on it. Yeah. I, I think it's like now. I feel like for the real ones. <laughs> the real ones. They know. You guys know <laughs> that it's not really worth just saying. Oh. I had some beet juice today. Uh, or like, oh, <laughs> I hope it helps my heart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
right. and it's like no like I have to think too because <laughs> you're an actor that you kind of are a little more drawn to that like make because like you said like feeling each other making that connection like yeah. looking someone in the eye because you have to do that when you're yeah. when you're playing off someone too yeah also because I just didn't get a to get the opportunity to connect to a lot of people growing up okay even in the 90s I was born 92 and I'm very sensitive I was sensitive mm-hmm. then bullied bullied and shit you know that shit dumbass shit <laughs> so fucking dumb. and I look back and I'm like why didn't I but it's okay <laughs> I'm here now. Onward and upward, right? Yeah, onward yeah. and upward, trying anyway. Yeah. I guess. So with that, with the social media thing then, because that's something else that I've, I've always kind of wondered about, is that it feels like, because you had mentioned that people, they just want to be seen or they just want to be heard. Like they're, they're just, they're throwing things with. out there to just to try to grasp a little bit of attention for themselves mm-hmm. to feel validated or like seen or, or whatever, or just acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Is that a new feeling that has cropped up, or is that something that, like mm-hmm. kids in the fifties, right? Like they didn't have, like how did they feel seen? Like is right. like did they, or or has no one felt seen up until the point of social media? Like is this a new Mm-mm. idea? I can't imagine it being new. What I don't do think, think it is. I don't think it is either. I think yeah. it's just we have technology that allows people to be seen on such a wide mm-hmm. scale, right. and that's why yep. someone can someone can have a direct line of communication with their heroes, mm-hmm. with the people that they, they admire, and that person may retweet or may like mm-hmm. something right, or right. respond to them, and they're like, I'm talking with a celebrity, right. with an athlete, with a director. <clears throat> I'm having this direct communication. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if I put this out there, they'll like what I do. Right. Oh, I've and, absolutely done that. Oh, 100%. I've thought that. before, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, what if... What if Robert Downey Jr. likes I that? I can You did. You could, I'm so I'm his, mad at so his, myself. I'm his so daughter wanted to dress up as Iron Man for Halloween. So Which who am I to say no to that? They right? got a little Iron Man costume and they took a picture and sent it to me. And I'm like, you guys need to post that and tag Robert Downey Jr. Because <laughs> he'll pick up on that shit. That'd be so cool if yeah. he'd be like, oh, a little Iron Man, you know? Right. And, and he never does this shit. And a chick and at a chick, that, right? I don't know. Come I, on. I don't like. I don't like posting stuff of my daughter because I don't think it's gotcha. fair for her. Gotcha. Because she doesn't get to decide what I post. So, but because gotcha. it was Avengers related, and she's still trying to figure out who she is. She's and right. Exactly. She don't know nothing. Yeah. Okay, and, true. And it's like, <laughs> but I did it, and I tagged him. I'm like, anyone who I, he just gets to see my all these people just get to see my daughter dressed yeah. up as Iron Man. And as soon as yeah. I did, I was like, why the fuck did I do that? It was a Even small my wife was like, for me. My wife was like, I'm really surprised that you just did that. I'm right. like, I know. You know, like it makes me think of how child stars yeah they're, they're popping when they're popping, yep. right? And then once they reach that that threshold of where they are in their life. Like, oh, I'm out of my preteen stages now, and my hormones are like, now who is that person now? And sometimes everybody doesn't accept them who they are then. Right. But they accepted them when they were a toddler. Well, I think you you saw it like, it was like a a blaze of glory you saw it with Miley Cyrus. Yeah. It's like, I I distinctly (laughs) remember when she... So you agree? Yes. (laughs) My world changed. Right. When she came out and started twerking, I was like... Oh, Hannah Montana, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right, I just remember. Put your I, tongue back in your mouth. Right, what is right? this? And I can't what help it. It's like, who the fuck am I? Right, no, I well, know. and that's the thing is that yeah, she... Yeah, no, that's a fair point. No, right. <laughs> so many other kids go through like a rebel phase. Yeah. Or, a, or not kids, but like young adults go through a rebel phase or go through the phase where they're just like, you know what, fuck what everyone expects and I'm going to do this, right? this thing my way. Mm-hmm. And just because she was in such the public eye and she had that Hannah Montana mm-hmm. image was so ingrained in the, 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 the lexicon 
the kind of popular culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the people just lost their fucking minds. It's true. I was like, I feel like I've seen worse. I'm She's sure. not doing anything. I've seen worse like, too. Yeah, she went At least nuts, she wasn't Drew Barrymore. What happened to her? I'm so, that's so, wow. Where did that come from? <laughs> Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Why not? I, I want to sure. hear you pull this reference. Go Do ahead. It. <laughs> it's just that I remember. Right. Even though I was born where I was born, I remember the, 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 the rep that Drew Barrymore got from being a young part. She was like 10 years old in the club, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she, she was, was yeah. hitting the She was popping bottles yeah. early. Sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, and that's the thing, too. is But nobody said shit, also. Right. It, it seemed like nobody said a damn thing, because I was following that shit. <laughs> I was look My little ass, because uh-huh. I I wanted to do theaters and acting and shit uh-huh. since I was I was like I know I want to do that I like it I like it I like it and so I couldn't help but look at the people that I looked up to and she was mm-hmm. one of them yeah. Firestarter I was like I'm oh, gonna yeah. do that shit yeah I, and I would stare at shit and try to <laughs> right. make shit right. I'm like I'm moving this right now right now <laughs> and it just wouldn't happen and I'm like fuck but anywho Drew Barrymore yeah she yeah. she went through a lot and I'm just like well I think oh. what's crazy too is when you're probably at your most vulnerable yeah growing up going through puberty then everyone's like really looking at you close mm-hmm. yeah so as you're going through your awkward years you're physically changing and everything and everyone's just like looking going what's mm-hmm. going on with Doug right he looks kind of fucking goofy now doesn't he like mm-hmm. why is he acting so goddamn goofy what's up with this guy it's like you realize it's a kid right <laughs> you realize this is a, a right. young child trying that's to turning figure it into, out right it's, it's you're, technically you're turning into an a, adult you're, you're coming at a 16 year old but, but yeah. mentally right there it's like you got this person who has a lot of money a lot of access to fame and, and attention gosh what the fuck would any i mean i always joke with justin if i had had facebook when i was in high school it would have been a wrap you didn't have, No, didn't. i didn't have it until college Oh, nice. Yeah. Knock on knock on wood. Not like it's gonna come back. Right. It's not gonna go back in time. Hopefully we don't have hopefully, to deal with that again. Hopefully I'm doing that when I'm oh, 16. I posted, this is how time works. I got an I got some sort of memory on Facebook the other day and I I deleted it. I was like, what the fuck? Was I, I did I that say? with one recently yeah. too. Where I was, I was just like, like oh fuck. no 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 no. It's from 2006. Yeah. I'm like, Doug. Right. Dude, what were you like doing? I kind of like it, but I kind of don't. It's embarrassing sometimes, but it's like, sometimes okay, it's, it's good it's, to reflect. Right, exactly. Yeah. See, look that's where the only I've thing. person. Yeah. yeah. I remember we talked off mic a little bit about, you know, coming to terms with, you know, former professors. I mm. wrote on Facebook, I was like, fuck this guy. I just wrote it. Like, yeah. I'm like, Doug, what were you doing? <laughs> fuck Dude. this guy. I'm like, that's your teacher. Don't do that. And you know what I have? I think that people have a hard time of putting themselves in other people's shoes. Uh-huh. That is the biggest flaw of expression expressing yourself exactly because it's like when i said that i was in this mind frame here and i had those circumstances going on for me then but today i'm a completely different person i've experienced a couple of good things that restored my faith in humanity yeah and now i don't feel that way anymore and this is not for you For you to comment and judge judge me for this yeah. is for the person that went for it went through it then. Yeah. So and I didn't have, don't feel bad. Well, don't I didn't f- have the maturity to to vocalize really what I was upset about. And that's okay. What I was upset you know, about was I thought the teacher was lazy. Okay. Uh-huh. I thought he was and that's lazy. Valid. And I thought this guy is like we would ask him questions and he's like that's just the way it is and I was like fuck you like right. you just can't right. say that right. like we're in grad school man you can't do that like, also. I just want to say that sometimes that passion that you had then, like think about the passion that you had then. Yeah, we'll call it passion. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> Thank you. That's very kind. Think, 
think of that drive you had back then. That's, I can't help but look at it that way because I've experienced people trying to box me in yeah. and they're like, oh, don't say that because you don't yeah. want to fuck off. You don't want to yeah. fuck with that person or blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, I kind of look back at who I was then and the passion, like mm-hmm. you said, fuck off. I would love a little bit of fuck off energy right about now. <laughs> you've almost become, you feel like you've almost become too yes. like, aware of, of I, oh, I can't say that or I can't do that. And it's like who you are when you're first birthed into this world and your community and shit like that. You had so much energy. Yes. All that oh, energy then. Yeah. And then other people are like, no, don't do that. Oh, no, don't do that. Right. Oh, because we do this. And oh, our family doesn't do that. And and it's like you are lo- that right there is when you start losing parts of yourself. It's so true. And people think that they're losing point. parts of themselves and they're like in their 20s. It's like, no, nah, yeah. honey, you mm-hmm. lost it a long time ago. Uh-huh. That's so true. Like when uh, Justin, I would say Justin politely bullied me into improv. Mm. <laughs> and all he did was go, he literally just goes, hey, I'm going to take an improv class. I think you should too. And I was like, okay. And I said, bitch. And I was like, okay, thank you. And when I went there Justin. and took our, my first class, I was like, oh, I do this all the time. Right. I just got really told that you can't do this because it's stupid. Like right. the way that you're acting and being this silly is not acceptable. And I was right. like, I I did this all the time growing right. up. And at some point, that's why I always say, they're like, are you going to put your daughter in improv? I go, no, it's a waste of money. She's already improvising because mm-hmm. right. she has no marriage. I'm just going to feed that. Yeah. She has no she has no no concept of of not playing. At mm-hmm. some point, you start getting societal pressures mm-hmm. of like. Well, I was joking. I was like, I was in junior high. Someone's like, you know, you really swing your arms a lot when you walk. And I was like, right. Oh. They're like, you walk weird. And I, the whole time I was like, how oh, am I supposed right. to walk? So I was like, it. tell me about it. So right? I was like walking like at my arms at my side at all right. times. So I didn't swing. So I looked even weirder. But because those society, those social pressures are like, don't do that. Right, right. Or being silly at a school dance. or like, you're fucking weird, man. And I'm right. like. Okay, don't do that because it's not accepted. Where it's like that is the the, the, the whole crux of improvising is being silly, yeah. playing, accepting what the other person does, not shooting them down, and then at thirty to be reminded that hey, this is a thing mm-hmm. and it's okay, and right. other people are going to be playing by the same rules. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. well, this is really easy. <laughs> I can and do you're that. Stuck when you're thirty, like, what was that thing about me that I did? And then you have to do yeah. so much more homework, <clears throat> right? Yeah. I absolutely get it. I 100% agree with you. Where it's it's there's these things where you know you kind of get locked in. I think that's why well, I, I kind of look at my parents. I'm like, I don't want to be like that. How do I avoid kind of getting into that? And I see myself slipping in. Some of those things start feeling pretty comfortable. Where I'm like, Nah, let's not do anything about it. Let's just leave it be because uh-huh. it'll be too much work. Nah, this new thing. Nah, let's just right? not do that. Or you know what? Nah. Or I'll get mad over dumb things. That's not right. Yep. Still won't do anything about it. But I'm like, that's not right. I'll just bitch about it. I've, mm-hmm. Yeah. I've found myself getting my my fuse, I feel like, is getting shorter. Yeah. And just yeah. like, and, and I, it, I'm, I don't like that. I, yeah. I would rather be a more patient person, but I'm very much not. Yeah. But then it just means that you're also getting more intelligent about what's happening around you. I don't like, suffer fools. I can't. Yeah. I don't have time for it. Uh, yeah. Right. And when I find one, I'm just like, nah, you're very much annoying me. All right. Yeah. This will be fun. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's take... This will be fun. Real quick. I want you to hold on to that. Please. Hold on to that thought. I got it. Uh, I want to catch up a little bit on the, on the Twitch stream here. Um, when we were talking about Twitter, uh, Jared said... Uh, <laughs> Dean Kane and I argued on Twitter, and now he blocked me. <laughs> he used to, he used to be my favorite Superman. He said Twitter is a curse. 
man. And I go, well, what was the argument about? He said, it was about Egg Boy. Do you remember Egg Boy? No. Because I asked him. I said, what was what the hell was Egg Boy? Fred Fredinelli? Egg? egg Boy was a 17-year-old who cracked an egg on the head of a politician who oh, said that the oh, Muslims recently, yeah. in Christchurch deserved what happened. So yeah. Dean Cain uh, said he would have knocked that kid out. And Jared said that violence <laughs> against minors is bad. It went back and forth for about a week, and then Dean Cain blocked <laughs> I thought he meant this. This was recent that this happened. I thought he's like years ago. I got in a, but this happened like a month ago. So Way yeah, to go, Jared! He just got came to block him. Yeah, and then Water Speech chimed in and said, "What does that mean? Favorite Superman? Is that some kind of participation award?" Water Speech, welcome yeah. back, buddy. Um, yeah. So uh, now we're caught up. What did you want to do? All right. So we're talking about aspects and pet peeves you said you don't suffer fools um Mm -hmm. i struggle with the same thing like one of my biggest i want to talk about you're you're talking with someone and they have a characteristics or or they have something that you're like this conversation could end very poorly at any moment because they've done something or said something or they have a trait Mm -hmm. that just sets you off Mm -hmm. okay what is it i'll start okay (laughs) give you guys some time to think for me this is going to sound really, really mean. So I'm, I'm, there's no but. It's just going to sound mean. It is okay. what it is. If I am speaking with someone and I have determined that they are incompetent or, for lack of a better word, dumber than me in a sense of like they're trying to tell me what to do, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing for me to handle because I immediately shut down and I start pushing away in the conversation because I'm like, um, uh, you can't tell me what to do because you don't know what you're talking about. And if I'm forced in that situation, okay, I have to like. I really I agree with you <laughs> because it's like, what's worse that. is when you have to work with someone. Yeah, you have, it's like mm-hmm. you're doing a project or you have to go into a meeting with that person one on one. You're like. I can't be in the same room as you because yeah. this is there's no better way to say it I'm just like I'm smarter than you yeah, yeah. and I don't think you're going to be able to follow and you're going to say something and I'm going to be like God why are we here why right but that's that's something that I've realized it's, that's fair it's happened it was a trigger when I, I used to work at a hotel and there was this woman who had gotten into a motorcycle accident at one point in her life so she, her emotional state and mental state would flip on a dime mm. Uh, she had a Gary Busey syndrome, I think is what it's called. That is that is correct. Um, but, and I was like, oh, and she would literally just flip mm-hmm. and flip out at guests, flip out at people. Mm-hmm. And she would come up and she was very, I look back now with a lot more sort of understanding mm-hmm. at the time. I was like, she was put there by the owner. Mm-hmm. She had no business, no skills. She was wholly unqualified to be doing what she was doing. And yet she would come up and be like, you did that wrong. And I was like, ah! <laughs> no. You cannot talk to me. You are not allowed to critique me because you were just racist to that person. Right. You can't do that. You cannot come up and tell me, you did that wrong, Doug. I'd be like, fuck you. Get her out of here. I had to put up with that for two years. I was like, I can't do it. I realized it was a huge trigger where I'd just be like... White rage. Yeah. I would really black out. I'm enjoying your internal dialogue Thank you. so much. Thank you. It was this, is, this is weekly. It was very, it was very <laughs> difficult. And I, I'm better with it now where I'm like, I, I, I sit there, I take a, I swallow a lot of air and just be like, you could do this, you could do this, you could do this. Just think, think it through. Don't, don't rage out right. because it's not going to do anybody any favors. Just right. be like, thank you for that suggestion and then walk away and punch a wall. Whatever works. <laughs> 
Get so it out however it can. So that's mine. Who would like to go next? <laughs> Robin, do you have one? I'm pretty sure I do, but I'm so strung up on what? <laughs> on that. I feel like that is the premise of everything. Right. Right there. That's what starts everything is mm-hmm. sizing people up to a yeah. degree and then seeing what they know and then how can you guys connect and then move forward and yes. build on that. Yes. And so I'm I'm honestly a little stuck there because I'm <laughs> reflecting in my head right now about how many times I went through that yeah. myself. Because I think what it is is it's not that I want to I want to rephrase this a little bit. It's not that someone's less intelligent. It's the fact that they don't know as much, and they're refusing to like they lack humility and they lack the ability to do to work as a team. Booyah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and it's they like, want, well. The other thing is they won't admit. What yes. they don't know. Yes. Because there's, oh like, there's nothing word. wrong or weak about going, you know what? At all. I don't know. I don't know about this. You know, so I, you know more than me. Right. I may manage you, but it's okay that you know more than me. Instead <clears throat> of going like, I don't care. I know more than you. It's like, Man. you don't. So let's just acknowledge that you don't. It's yeah. okay. But, I still respect you as a leader. But, yeah. You know. But you have to know you're getting so much stronger from dealing with people like that. Uh, yeah. I've dealt with people like that so many times, yeah. and I had to suck it up. Sometimes I lost Name them. names, Robin. Who were they? <laughs> nah. Just kidding. Totally kidding. This is where it all doing that? comes You're like, out. I'm not going to say <laughs> it was James, it was Aaron. <laughs> I think you hit totally the nail kidding. on the head. Yeah. Totally kidding. James yeah. and Aaron, we're putting, you on, don't do that. we're putting you on blast, James and Aaron. <laughs> James, James Aaron. James, James Aaron, yeah. Uh, Jesus. I th- Jesus. Jesus. He's got it coming. I say he thinks he knows everything. God. Son of God. You know, I heard he, he could have gotten out early for Easter, right. but he just wanted to lay around. Okay. <laughs> he wanted a couple days off. He wanted some PTO. Um, I think for, for me, uh, it one of the things <clears throat> is when, and we've talked about this before, is when someone uh, is has no interest in what you have to say. Ooh. So when they're like you're, they're talking and they're talking about something and everything they're saying is very important. And I did this and this and this and this. And then you're like, oh, cool, yeah, I had this, I had a similar experience, this and this. And they go, cool, back to me. Mm-hmm. And it, and they just they don't hear anything you're saying and they don't have time to 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 really give you the attention like yeah. at, when you're talking they're thinking about the next thing that they're going to say right. I'm and sorry what did you say exactly <laughs> you knew what I was doing no I had no idea you played that too well for me I was like you know what I'm doing baby I was yeah. like is he did he just this I liked him so much son of a bitch this is going so well you're like well um this has been a pleasure I'm never coming back right no no no. No, Add Doug to the fucking list. <laughs> Let's talk James, about Doug. Harry, Jesus, and Doug. <laughs> I'm fourth. You really did that. Bad. I was so in tune with Justin. So then when you did, when I looked over, I was like, Is he doing so he's not listening. <laughs> he's literally saying what he hates. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Thank I you. Get that. Thank that's, you for that. Yeah. That's something I struggle with too. Is like trying to really actively listen. Like yeah. try because. A lot of it is like someone will say something and I'll get inspired by something like, oh, I've got something I want to say because yeah. I want to add to the conversation, but it's disrespectful. Right. Because at that point, I'm like, okay, when can I tell my story? Yeah. And honestly, doing the podcast has helped me with that because I'm like, this, you know, I want to hear everybody talk. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's, you know, improv taught me that too, where it's like, you can have an idea, but if someone's already going, you got to let that, go, that idea go because mm-hmm. now you can't be like, anyway, back right. to what I was saying. It's like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't right. feel right. It's manufactured. Right. And I'm trying to do 
a lot better with that in every aspect. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. It's, oh, um, my goodness. So, water speech has a pet peeve. Okay. Um, and it's people who judge movies when they haven't seen them. Oh, oh my boy. goodness. Yeah. I'm guilty of water speech. I'm sorry. Two good hips jumped right in and goes, right? <laughs> Doug, Doug with Rampage, anyone? Hey, before I even read that, I admit it, I am, I am that guy. I have done that. I have done that because, um, yeah, it's, it's, thank you, Heg, for keeping me honest. Appreciate that. Yep. We have an ongoing joke here. Uh, for, for whatever reason, we were talking about, what was it, last year? I don't know when the movie came out. We're talking about movies that were coming up in Rampage. 2018, yeah. Uh, and I was just like, oh, that movie looks terrible. Yeah. And I was like, it doesn't look good. And Justin's like, didn't have a good ear. Justin's <laughs> like, why? Why not? I was like, well, it's based on a game, of course. And it looks like a weak premise. And it's like, Wolf has wings. And it's like, ah, oh, I just, I don't like it. And it became this ongoing ongoing bit where we kept bringing up Rampage. <laughs> and he's like, you know, rough movies. I'm like, you mean like Rampage? He's like, no, that's an amazing movie. Hague. <laughs> Uh, who was a previous guest on here and, and, and friend of, of the podcast, cool. as a joke, an awesome joke, actually bought me the movie on iTunes. <laughs> Sent it to him Sent and it to downloaded it. Yeah. And he, he Haig was afraid that I wasn't going to accept it, but I was like, look, this guy spent money on to this get me this movie. Yeah. I'm going to accept it, and I'm going... So it's, now it's, every time it's in Doug, my library. Now every time Doug turns on his iTunes, Rampage right Rampage. up there. Yeah. For the longest time, it was like recent purchases, Rampage. And I was like, oh. we got to buy some more goddamn movies to get this off. That's really rich. And one right? point, at one so point so as Hague. I'm scrolling through, my daughter is like, Dada, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's it's a movie. And she's, it's like got a, she's like, it's got a gorilla. I'm like, it sure does. And then, she used to ask my wife. She goes, "That's your dad's movie." I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Dad, dad, that's your movie." I'm like, "It sure is. It sure she is." She will never forget. Dad wears nope. that like a badge of shame. Now, my next thing is that when she gets to a certain age, I want to, I want to make her watch that mm-hmm. and then just hope that she gets really into it and then makes him watch it. Mm-hmm. I, I make you this vow. I will watch it yes. with her at some point. You know, just like we'll watch uh, that horrible hurricane heist movie that I now own as well. That we watched. Doug's, Doug's library is, is becoming full of terrible movies. My favorite thing with that was my brother was like scrolling through and he saw that and he literally goes, what the fuck is that? Uh. I was like, uh, we we wanted to go see a, uh, a podcast and they were making fun of the movie and the only way you could get it is if you bought it. So uh-huh. he goes, okay, so why do you have it? And I was like, because I had to buy it, man. Right. We split it. You we didn't, split it. Did Dave, Dave, in fairness, Doug did not pay the full price. True, but I own it. But he still owns it. Ain't on my iTunes. And it's not something, I mean, I could probably delete it somehow, but I can't just be like, leave it on a storefront somewhere or drop it in the garbage. Like, it's there. But Parvey's like, paid for it. It's going to be there. I'm not going to watch it, but I own it. Shit. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Snowtrack also wants to know, I don't understand this, but does Doug enjoy Sleepaway? Camp, or is that too awkward? Okay, Sleepaway Camp. I'm familiar with this movie. You guys familiar with this movie at all? No. Oh, wait, that's a movie? Yeah. I honestly thought he was asking, like, did you, like, when you were a kid, you would have Did you camp? like yeah. that? For real, yeah. Okay, that's now. What I thought oh, wait, are we like, talking about that or am I thinking about something else? I don't know. <laughs> I thought Sleepaway Camp was a movie. Ooh. Like Snowtrack, is Sleepaway Camp a movie? I'm pretty sure it is. Am, am I thinking of that correctly? I can't remember. Yeah, well, we'll find out when, yeah. the, when the stream catches up. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What is, yeah. if, you're, if you're thinking it was, about it, what it was is? like a cult classic movie. Uh, okay. That was like a horror film. It was like kind of in your slasher genre, but it's really bad. Okay. It's got a really crazy twist in the movie, which I think I feel like I could spoil. I mean, I mean, sure. I won't get mad. Maybe it was from the eighties. So there's <laughs> We're this, fine. There's this camp, and uh, I'm gonna spoil it for all the listeners. It's it's old. You can find it on YouTube. So go watch it. Um, 
I haven't seen it, but I know it. I've listened to the you, How Did This Get Made version of okay. like, how they broke it down. And essentially, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. these kids go to a camp and they're getting murdered. It's very much like Friday the 13th-ish. Oh you know, murdered in weird ways and things like yeah. that. And uh, it, there's this... Um, uh, Girl and this boy, this brother and this and this his sister that are going to this camp and whatever people are dying and it turns out the person who's killing all of them is the girl who's actually a boy, but was dressed up and made to be a girl oh. by the mother. It's, it's it doesn't make any sense. The Good last ass. shot hmm. is this girl. Boy, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Whatever, but Them. essentially, they um, had kissed a boy, and they they find them at the edge of a lake, naked, holding the head of this boy that they had killed, and they turn around and they scream, and they're like naked. You get to see their wiener, nice. like it's very and there's Wieners. ah, it's very bizarre, like That's a me. very b- bizarre film. Like I just it became it was kind of like so bad it's good. Okay. One of those yeah. things, like yeah. Troll Two, was another one where people were like, "This right, movie right, right, is right. insane." Right, mm-hmm. it's so bad that people were like, "You gotta watch it." And it became one of those things where, you know, uh, it was one of those movies. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen, but I know everything about. It. I'm like, this isn't translating well. But you know what? I I went for it anyway. So you have accurately described a terrible yeah. movie to us, exactly. and yeah. I thank you for that. And I, I, I want to celebrate you it. for that. Thank you for thank you for celebrating right. me. Yeah, yeah. and great. I feel like. Um, just putting some points in your basket because I might go and watch it. There, even hey, if you spoiled it, I'm I, I haven't even seen the movie. I just know everything about it. Do you have any of those things where you you know everything about it, but you haven't seen it? Oh, I mean a few. Yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you sound stressed. You're like, Neh. I am stressed because I'm like, I just wish that I had the opportunity to get the full thing. I'm like, I there's no point of seeing this or anyway, yeah. getting my time to this thing because you already know so much. Yeah, I totally get that. So, yeah. what is it? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> She's just saying in general when that happens. Oh yeah, but I, you say you have a couple, so I'm like, well, well, what's the thing? I want to know what the thing is. <laughs> I can't even think right now. Yeah, I have to come back to that later. That's fine. Like, I, I, there's so many things that have happened in my life that I'm just like. <laughs> there's this gif that I really love uh-huh. I don't know if you guys ever search if you're like having fun with mm-hmm. your friends text uh-huh. in and then just send them this gif and it has like just type in wind okay okay, and then you'll see what I'm talking about okay it's All this right. kid that's like <laughs> I can't help it. I can't believe I just did that. That's but amazing. It's my That's amazing. I love that so much. One. That's so good. I love how we speak in gifts nowadays. Right? Isn't that it's amazing? Okay. There is. It's, it's okay. It's at, okay. And it's okay. at work too. Like it there works. are more. Well, no, at work there oh, are more okay. gifts that are sent around in our internal messaging Same. system okay, than yes. actual like commu- like text Isn't that communication. Weird? It's kind of like emojis are now like the resurgence of hieroglyphics. Yeah, and gifts are like I want to take this other person's reaction and repurpose it for my reaction <laughs> right. to what's happening right there because this other person's already done it. So, a- but I want them to do it because it'll make it funny. Completely relinquishing all of their individuality. Right. And I do it all the time. I, I do, do it all too. the time. I'm like, what's a good one? I'm trying to stop. You know, like this <laughs> girl at work the other day was was told that she uh, she can't apply for this job for some stupid reason. And I just sent her a, an eye roll. I'm like, I need to do an eye roll. What's a really good eye roll? <laughs> and it was like Tina Fey going, ugh. I'm like, yeah. perfect. Boom. Yeah, and she yeah, goes, yeah. that's how I feel. I'm like, that's how Tina Fey felt in that moment. <laughs> yeah. And now we all feel the same way. Yeah. It's so weird. It's. 
communication has gotten very odd. God, it's it weird. Is it's so crazy. It's almost like it's gone. We've gotten a little remedial with it. Yes, right? oh, we've gotten less about yeah. words and more. It's like let's do pictures. Right. I feel so this sad. Is, this is just easier to. Here's to a crayon drawing yeah. that someone else drew that I think will better depict how I feel about I'm this. I'm so sad about that. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like greeting cards. I fucking hate greeting cards. Oh, yeah. It's like someone else wrote these thoughts down mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. how I feel about you. I just put dear, your name, and love mine, and there you right. go. Happy birthday. Right. How dare you? It's this like, person was far more clever and had more time than I do. They right. said, here's this. Yeah. Here's yeah. a here's a cool cat uh, <laughs> one that says, when you mess with the Mew Mew, you get the Pew Pew. <laughs> Happy Easter. <laughs> what? <laughs> And honestly, I, I'm I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, uh, when I get a card, I'll go cool, and it goes right in the garbage. Pew pew. <laughs> Unless it's Shoot the pew pew cat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them are clever. Like I feel bad because like my daughter will get them, and I'm like, that's cool. And then like you don't tape them up on the fridge for a little while. Uh, depends. Yeah. Some of them are pretty cool. I'm like that one's pretty cool. Yeah. But then I'm like, eventually it's got to go. Like, yeah. ground. I've stopped. True. If uh, and I think it's hysterical when people like get upset when they don't get a card. But I've stopped giving cards because the thing Fuck is, like, that. I'm gonna thank spend. You. Thank you. Because <laughs> cards are fucking expensive now. Like Seven, five eight, ninety nine. Right. Five. I'm like, do you nine. want? Is this your gift then? <laughs> because this I, is the price I was going to spend yeah. on your gift. Hell yeah. yeah, I would prefer a phone call over a goddamn card. <laughs> right, like I don't even get phone. People are like, well, I sent you a card. I'm like, I'd rather get a phone call. Let than me this, buy you. Yeah. Let me buy you eight dollars in candy. That you signed, and I'll just give that. Right, to you. Yeah, yeah, that you didn't words. even write. Now, right. if you wrote me a handwritten card and it was like totally all your words, cool. Yeah, that's nice. I'll read it and then I'll go. That's nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can also send me a text mm-hmm. or an email. I'm cool with either right. of those. But you know what was really send the bullshit a thing? Uh, a really bullshit thing from uh, the early 2000s? E-cards. Uh, oh, e-cards. E-cards. Okay. Love you, Dad. But when you had me sign up for your yearly Blue Mountain uh, e-card that came to me at 12 o'clock on my birthday, 12 a.m., whoop, right in my email, I was like, really? Blue Mountain? I was like, this is what we're doing, huh? And you, I could tell it was auto, <laughs> auto done because yeah. it's 12 o'clock on right, the dot right, right. in my inbox. I was like, your dad's fast asleep. Gosh. Thanks, dad. Doesn't care. Yeah. And I was like, you're a great son. And it was like some animation. I'm like, okay. It's definitely <laughs> numbing all of us because mm-hmm. now, oh, yeah. sooner or later, we're not going to know how to express ourselves. No. No. I think, yeah, social media is fast taking care of that. Yeah. yeah. Do Which you think, sucks. is there any, is there any, Upswing to this? Is there anything like? Do you think we're gonna figure this thing out? No. It's just gonna change. Because this is new, right? The, but I, I feel like it's gonna evolve, and I feel like the hopeful side of me is like we're gonna learn something. Right. It's gonna be a whole different type of human being walking these streets at that point. Yeah. Think so? There, yes, because mm. the only reason why I say that is because I was born in '92, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So all of my siblings are. A minimum of 10 to 15 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. My mom, you know, I was the love child. Look at that. So I came. You're the best. I, right. Hey. <laughs> so I came Happy when I came. Accident. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I don't even want to get into the accident part. <laughs> but um, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I grew up watching them getting ready to go to school, watching mm-hmm. them to the point where they were, I'm about to go to the club. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go on a date. Mm-hmm. 
there were no cell phones like that at nope. that moment. Mm-mm. And so I was preparing myself for that. Oh, interesting. Yep. So you know how like you, you see yeah. your mm-hmm. parents and like, okay, okay, so that's what I do. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's all generational. That's true. So I Oof. am in a very strange place right now because I grew up thinking that it was going to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And then interesting. social media and the internet happened. And I'm like, the gift. Right. <laughs> to the wind. <laughs> And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Right, so right, now yeah. I'm like, alone. I yeah. feel alone. And yeah. I'm like, I have to reestablish how I fit in this world now. Yeah, it's so true. Like, <laughs> my brother is two years older than me, and he's a high school teacher. And he talks about how, you know, even in his most recent uh, dating experiences, like the whole idea of ghosting. Yeah. He's like, yeah. man... Mm-hmm. When I was when I was dating, you had to literally walk up to someone and be like, "Hey, I like you," and you yep. had to deal with the consequences. Yep. Either they did or they didn't. From the slightest facial expressions to the little, you or know. you wanted you wanted to go uh, ask someone out, you had to walk up to them and be like, "Do you want to go out?" And Every- you either you take the rejection or you take the celebration of it, and you and you built that up over time. Yep. Whereas and- now, as opposed to like. I don't want to tell them something. I just won't respond. Right. Right. You didn't have that option because most of the time you would run into them again. It's like, hey, um, do you want to go out? Yeah. As opposed to now, it's like, I don't need to respond to that text. I feel like now it's making me question if monogamy is supposed to be a thing. Oh, isn't now that is interesting, right? Yeah. I can't help it because it's like with the way that we all communicate with with each other today it's like it's so easy yeah. to uh, yeah. like dibble and dabble in all yeah. these that's places that's a very cute way of putting it dibble and dabble, <laughs> dibble and dabble. <laughs> I can't help you all dibbling and dabbling out there stay safe <laughs> hey man I can't help myself <laughs> but I'm just saying like you can't help you're filing for a divorce why idea. oh dibbling and dabbling <laughs> I saw him dibbling and dabbling. I don't want to be with him anymore. I can't do this. I'm out. I can't stand y'all. Put that on a poster. Put you rate us and be like, uh, three out of five. I can't stand it. But still three, so I'll take it. That's passing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were saying. Dibbling and dabbling. It's easy to, yeah. It's ahead. so easy. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's just so easy that, and you don't have to. It's your prerogative now. Yeah. Where if you want to share this piece of information now, because everything is happening, you're exposed right. all yeah. the time now. So it's like, mm, I don't want to share that. And you I can don't craft. Know I want everybody knowing that shit. Right. You can craft whatever image or message you want to put out there. Yep. Yeah. So it definitely makes me think, like, are we supposed to be polygamists or what? Well, not only the that, fuck? you know, it's, I think social media and <clears throat> dating apps and things have just created this proliferation of fear of missing out uh-huh. because it's like yep. it's like you're pretty good mm-hmm. but you don't like the cubs and that's kind of a deal breaker for me so yep. i'm gonna right, pass right. it's like really oh you don't check that box that's the deal breaker right. that you don't like the cubs but everything right. else is fine like yeah you gotta like the cubs it's like we we can go through not that i i met my wife at 19 and i've been married uh, i forgot how many years now so that's cool uh, yeah so it's like me i thankfully you're dodged, giving hope to others i dodged all of that so i'm like I always joke. I'm like, if I ever have to go back to the dating pool, I'm fucked because I'm gonna be no. like, I don't know what to do. But men with have an easier time. Dating. I have no doubt about that. They do. Like yeah. men, like women, got to worry about their tits sagging and shit. And yeah. then it's like, oh, that's a real, real thing. Bruh, yeah, but if I we am... stop exercising, we got to worry about that too. Yeah, Who? that's the thing. What you say? I said, if we stop exercising, we got to worry about our tits sagging too. I mean, but not not as much as women though. Yeah, because y'all, y'all ain't had the hang town. The hang time is. 
as long as we've had. Yeah, so but you know, like, over time, our balls, <laughs> our balls do just, you know. Man, I've been told we're gonna sit on our balls at some point in the in toilet. They'll Women dip in the don't toilet. Care about that? I know. As just, long as you can. It's hard to sit down. <laughs> it's just hard to sit down sometimes, you know. I just imagine you just like sit it. <laughs> Just sit it on the thigh. It's like a coin purse. Yeah, just <laughs> a coin purse. Hold on. You get to that point in your life where you don't care and you're about to sit on You're like, hold on a second. Right. Yeah. There we go. All just right. I didn't want to sit on my balls. Right. Hi, I'm Doug. Man. Can I get a wanna, seat with a hole in it? Don't want to teabag the toilet. Right. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> not until, yeah, not right? until I know the toilet. Yeah, I'm right? Just, yeah. I don't want to sit down because my balls will touch the water. What's your water level in your bat and your toilets? I just got to know what's your standing level. Because if it's too high, I I don't want to do it. I can't. I'll poop at I've, home. I've got to make concessions. <laughs> Is there any, if you go to the hotel, it's one of the things they call. Uh, what's your standing water level in your toilets? Can right. you do it by meters? What are the uh, What are the amenities you have? Great. Uh huh. Is there a pool? Okay, fantastic. Yeah. And what about the standing water level in your toilet? I'm sorry. Ah, it's far too high. For I me. noticed yeah. on your on your website you didn't that. tell me the standing water level right. in your toilets. Could you give me more information? I'm sorry. I'm traveling to Europe and it's all in centimeters. Can you please break that down to inches for me? Yeah, I, I need to know. Yeah, because I don't want to touch. Uh, I don't want my balls to touch the water. Just when I thought you guys couldn't go any further, you guys gave me more. And I'm yeah, so I'm so excited. Glad. About so glad. That. Don't ever worry about about. We'll always find the line across it. We'll yeah. find a way. I've been reminded of that so many times with this short amount of time. Like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, right? <laughs> Off mic, you had said, you know, oh, often I'll cross the line. and we're, I, that's, That set me at ease because I'm like, oh, great. So do we. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll see where our lines meet. Yeah. And, we'll uh, see, yeah. I guess. Oh, shit. <laughs> Because mine, I'm pretty chill. All right, yeah, I cool. just be chilling. <laughs> nice. Allow us to cross that line for you. Yeah. So. And you know, if you do cross the line, mm-hmm. sometimes it can result in arguments. Sometimes yeah. it can result in fights. That's true. Um, and if you cross the line too, too far, mm. sometimes you find yourself in a very precarious place. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I think I know what you're talking about. What do you think you know, you know what you're talking about? Maybe. It's a throwdown! It's You all didn't see that coming. No one saw <laughs> it coming. At yeah. all. like, what? Never do. <laughs> All right. So today's throwdown. Uh, I think it's a good one because okay. it. Uh, when okay. I when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, that's the throwdown." I've been uh-huh. sitting on it the whole time. Yeah. Similar to my balls. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, have you?" Right. So today's throwdown. Uh, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna kick it back to the child stars. Oh shit. Oh, cool. We're gonna, we're gonna go cool, cool. breakdown versus breakdown. Okay. Crazy town versus crazy town. Okay. Crazy town versus crazy town. Okay. And uh, we're gonna go Miley Cyrus versus Drew Barrymore. Ooh. Okay. All right. Um, so let me let's, let's set let's the stage set the a little stage. bit. So Drew Barrymore, like you said, was like 10, 13 years old when she was like, yeah, cocaine, uh-huh. booze, mm-hmm. sex, let's do it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that until we just had this conversation. Oh, she really? Was like that. She tweaked the fuck During out. Firestarter, her ass was starting fires. Man. Okay. Man, did not know <laughs> it's that. It's a great way to say it. <laughs> She was out here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, she was. She Add was, that to the to the memory banks right. now. Good to know. <laughs> she was pretty strung out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so there's that. So she was young. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miley Cyrus a little bit older. I would I think she was probably like in the 19 to 20 range when she really started to kind of turn. So we know. So we know. Started right. Turn. When she started like she to was turn, going to a like a zombie. zombie. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, so yeah. So that so there's that. There's a slight age discrepancy. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But I think they both got into they both got into it pretty heavily uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, my money right now honestly is on Drew Barrymore because I think as at that age I feel like there's got to be some sort of like 
weird super strength you've got to like yeah. push through all that shit. You're a little off kilter a little bit. Now she's leveled out now, obviously, but yeah. at that time, I wouldn't trust her. I think she only has sure, like one sure. dog's head in her living room from what I've read. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> Down from 3. <laughs> bad joke. This made me forget what we were shooting for. <laughs> Mission accomplished. This showdown. Okay, remind it's me. It's Drew Barrymore. Strung out Drew Barrymore. Ver, or uh, turning Drew Barrymore versus turning Miley Cyrus. Here's what I'll say about Miley Cyrus. But wait, what's the showdown exactly? So, so who, who oh, determines yeah. who wins? We, uh, we, we do. We have to determine who. So the these three of two, us. On who was the most strung out? On who, on who if they meet and they're going to fight to the death, <laughs> who wins? The most strung out? Right. The most strung out. So, so which one is it? Is it Miley or so, is it Drew? So yeah, so it's strung out Drew versus strung out Miley. If they if they were to somehow the time, space time continuum ripped and they both met each other at the same time and oh, they had to they so had to battle. So that means that we have to completely disregard the timing. Right. Like, it's, uh, it's of the Drew, millennium. It's Drew like, at that age versus Miley at this age. Somehow they meet in time. Nineties. Right, mm-hmm. we can do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, we can do Here, whatever we want. Oh, physics well, breaks down in this at this podcast. Also, okay, fine, cool. So, also, I think that it's worth looking at the fact that there are so many conspiracies and shit happening, <laughs> and we can't really see who's cloned and who's not. <laughs> I'm just it. saying. Just saying. We so. don't know. <laughs> we don't know. What's we don't going? know. And then with Drew Barrymore, it was all out. You know, we didn't <laughs> so have you're technology there, like that. You're saying there may be some shit buried about Miley that we're not even aware of. Yop. Okay. Okay. So she's she's going uh, conspiracy, deep so state stuff here. Here's what I'll say. Yes. I think Miley, while crazy, seemed a lot more manufactured okay. than actual crazy to me. Yes. And she also had a That's lot of role models. To look around and be like, well, they're doing this or they're doing that. So she I think had to Dolly. Her, she had, exactly. Yep. She had other things where she's like, I'm going to do this. Whereas I think, again, just learning of Drew Barrymore, I think she was like, where's the Coke? You know, like, yeah. give it to she's me. She's got someone yeah. by the car. Yeah. She's like, where's the fucking like, Coke? You're 12. Why are you doing this? Like, Shut up, Aaron. Yeah. She's like, Firestarter was real. Like, right. You know. <laughs> you know, a part of me is coming to the fact, I think that Miley was more strung out now. You think so? But yes, because think about how strong, like, children's bodies are. Uh-huh. Like, kids, their bodies are so small, so mm-hmm. sometimes the impact of certain things don't impact, like, they don't affect them as much as right, with right. an adult. Mm-hmm. So, like... <clears throat> Kid get thrown across the wall. They're like, "Oh my god!" Ooh, and then they're like, <laughs> they're, bouncy. "They're bouncy." Where's my right? right. Where's my other? They shit? have Wolverine healing powers. Right, they, they do. Know? As children, you they just do. regenerate so fast. Yep. Right, right. So, as of right now, my bet is going more towards Miley being the more strung out one. Okay, she more strung super, out. But super. if Drew Barrymore is more resilient, I feel like that gives her an edge. Yeah. If she's younger and more resilient. Yeah. I'm sticking with Drew because I think. Her, what she brings to the table is lethal aggression. Okay. Whereas Miley's like, oh, this will be fun. 11 year old lethal aggression. Yeah. Talent wise, mm-hmm. Drew takes the cake. 100%. 100%. Really? So, yeah. Because I actually give it to Miley. She Why? Is, she's an incredible musician. She is an incredible musician. I, I just think of it like. Mm, but she does seem more manufactured to me. And, and, well, to be it's fair, too, she also went through the Disney 
She was a product yeah. of manufacturing. I think, I think she had to go super crazy to break out of that. Yeah. So yeah. it almost that's, was. That's an, why I think it's made. It was a necessary evil. She had to be like, I gotta do this so people will, I can shed that skin. Whereas Drew Barrymore is like, I got this knife in my boot. <laughs> Once I pull it out, it cannot go back until it spills blood. When Miley Cyrus came out with I Can't Be Caged, mm-hmm. that whole video when she was in a bird's cage and she had on these feathers and I she do was not just like, that. I can't be caged. She had this whole thing. That was her breakout. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've noticed like a couple of people when they was like, okay, I'm done with this whole childhood thing mm-hmm. and I need to. And so I noticed that with her. Oh my God, this is so confusing. You're welcome. I'm All right, Jared just goes, Miley did weed. Drew, Drew did coke. <laughs> Drew wins. <laughs> Honestly, I think that is that is the argument that I'm going to go with. I think I got Fine. it. Miley did weed. Fine. Barrymore Fine. did coke. I'll take it. Barrymore wins. I'll take it. Barrymore for the win! Barrymore! <laughs> Don't Drew! <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Uh, Robin, thank you so much. That was an absolute blast. That was so much fun. Thanks for Um, having me. Even though we just railed on uh, social media, is there any way you'd want anyone to follow you or is there anything you'd like to, you have coming up that you want to promote or anything you'd recommend books-wise, movie-wise, anything like that? Um, Well, I just want to say that I'm still trying to learn and connect with everybody and I'm still trying to see what opportunities come my way. So um, I really have no expectations. Cool. I will honestly say a little piece of advice living life with no expectations really brings abundance love Uh, it limit there's no limits when you don't have a set way of looking at things because you're constantly evolving and molding and that means that your opportunities are constantly evolving and molding and they can be as big as you fucking want them to be (laughs) damn right i love it that's awesome i love it yeah so i've just been trying to really go with that amazing Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Uh, Justin, what do you got? Anything uh, you want to recommend? Yes. Uh, go check out the... I'm pulling up my calendar here. Go check out the Chris and Matt show. Yes. Uh, it's coming up May 11th, 11th, 18th, 25th, and June 1st. So it's every Saturday. Uh, yeah, May 11th, 18th, 25th. And the first, it's in the DeMott Theater at Second City. Cool. Uh, we did some of the video work for them, and it's going to be one of their best shows yet. So Can't tickets wait. are selling out. I think the 11th, is the 11th, a ton of tickets have gone for. So uh, if you're going to go see them, please do uh, buy tickets online. and uh, Use promo yeah. code SQUEEP. Yes, if you use get, the promo code uh, S-Q-U-E-E-P, couple dollars off. you'll get three bucks off. Yes. Very much worth it. Doug, what about you? Um, Well, just a little bit of self-promotion. I'd like to recommend, uh, Justin and I have a YouTube channel uh, for MindGap, and we just posted our first video called Doug Watches Awkward Videos, where Justin uh, essentially procures a horribly awkward video for me to watch because I can't (laughs) handle those sorts of things, and we recorded me doing it. So check it out on YouTube, Doug Watches Awkward Videos. There'll be more where that came from, for better or worse. So please go check that out. It'll be a blast. Woo! <laughs> you guys can also find us uh, on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're on Twitter and Instagram at MindGapPodcast. You can email us at Gmail, MindGapPodcast at gmail.com. And Justin also exists in a digital realm. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher. Spotify. And Google Podcast, wherever podcasts are sold. You can subscribe to us, review us, rate us, uh, share us around. All the things that we ask you to do that mean so much to us and take so little time on your part. So just goddamn do them. <laughs> just do them. Um, and then 2East8th.com slash MindGap. Uh, and 2East8th.com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever. It's the other podcast to do every Monday with Milos. It's about the bar industry. And then just uh, keep an eye on 2East8th's social medias and website because we got some 
cool projects coming out. Um, oh, Robin was in a, uh, a short film called yes. Valentine's Day. That's how we met. Yes. Uh, we when produced that, it. When are you going to be done editing that, bruh? It, well, look, it's <laughs> We've been not, waiting. Valentine's it's, Day. It, uh, Valentine's Day 2020. <laughs> Obviously. It's, I'm like, I've been waiting. I want to see the stills. I need to see something. It looks really good. It's coming along. Uh, the, notes, the notes between production and producers, are they're still going back and forth. So uh, we're getting very close, though. Um, so be on the lookout for I'm that. Um, yeah, so uh, Robin was in. That was awesome. And thanks to the Virgin Hotel for... Yes. Uh, for housing us Thank tonight. Y'all. Very, very uh, awesome. So come check them out too. Also, you guys can follow me. I didn't say this. There you guys go. can follow me on Instagram at Rob underscore Minx with two S. There we go. Robin, thank you so much. Thank it was you. an absolute pleasure. Justin, thank you so much. Doug, thank you. Robin, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Twitch, both. thank you. Water speech. Water speech. Snow truck. Uh, Jared. Yep. Hag. Hag. All you guys, thank you for <laughs> And anyone else who we didn't mention. Thank you as always on Twitch. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Mind Gap Podcast.